0: Welcome to the Sales Navigator Live Show with Stan and Bryn. Join LinkedIn expert and sales professional Bryn Tillman and me, Stan Robinson Jr., Chief Coaching Officer here at Social Sales Link, as we bring you the best tips and strategies for leveraging Sales Navigator for your sales success. Enjoy the show. Hi hey, Bryn, hi Stan. How are you? Excellent, excellent. Nothing like technology. Uh, I think we were, were thinking the same thing at the same time. Agreed. So, I think yep. we'll
1: coordinate better next time. I'm sure yeah, it was my fault. Yeah.
0: No, no, the- not 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 that time. I saw the timer, and and those of you who are listening to the podcast have no idea what we're talking about. Which is just fine. It's just fine. Yes. Um, So today we're going to be talking a little bit about engaging with buyers using Sales Navigator. Um, uh, And one of the things we haven't really talked much about is up to this point is in-mail. So Mm -hmm. I wanted to take a little bit of time to touch on in-mails because we really haven't talked that much about them and we'll also talk about some other ways that you can engage because sales navigator continues to make things better in terms of our ability to see what people are posting and comment right within the platform and even tag people right within the platform which you couldn't always do but i'm kind of getting ahead of myself um bren uh this is a quick aside, but I know you've been doing some traveling, some exciting mm-hmm. trips. So welcome back. Thank you. I'm happy to be back. Yes. All right. All right. So engaging. I mean, Sales Navigator is a powerful platform for finding the people that you're looking for using very, very specific filters. And then the next thing, once you found them, is to start to reach out to them. And in mail, as I mentioned, is something we hadn't talked about mm-hmm. at all. And Bryn. Um, Why don't we start with some stats?
1: Let's sure. start with some stats and then I'll move in or we can move in to how to get the best response. I've got some ideas. Yes. On that. Yeah. So yeah, let's talk about some of the stats on... On InMail and why it might make sense. Well, first of all, actually, let's talk about what InMail is. InMail is a paid messaging. A lot of people call regular messaging in LinkedIn InMail. It is not. not. Right? So InMail, typically, a contract, you'll get 50 free. Sometimes there's 150 a month. It just depends on the contract of the company. But generally, it's between 20 and 50 a month that you have free, uh, that you have, sorry, not free, that you have included in your premium sales navigator subscription that you can use to reach out to folks. It looks different. It comes in differently. It has a subject line where regular messaging does not. There is uh, at the bottom, there is I accept this or I decline this. I'm not interested in this particular in-mail. So there's a lot that goes into. So I would like to talk today about statistics and what makes a good in-mail. I've got some ideas. Yeah. I know you have a whole bunch of statistics ready for us. Um, yeah, exactly. But I, I also want to talk about like when to use this in-mail, in my opinion, is rarely your first step. Mm-hmm. Like I, just quickly, I'll go through. We want to engage with content. We want to follow people. We want to get warm introductions. we want to connect with people because we've engaged on their content and we want to follow more of their content in mail is when all else fails I don't have any shared connections or my shared connections are my competitors, so I can't ask for introductions they're not sharing any content I don't have any content to share with them I'm not doing a poll right now to ask them to vote I mean there's like a lot of other things we could do and then we go to inmail but Here's the thing that's pretty cool about InMail is if you do a good job with InMail, let's say you have 50 and you send out all 50 and 20 people accept or respond to your InMail, you now have another 20 back. You get those credits back. So if you do a good job, you really almost have an unlimited amount of InMails available to you. And the last thing is it rolls over monthly for three months so hmm. if i have 50 in january and i don't use them in 50 in february and then 50 in march and i haven't used any of them i have 150 in march but if i don't use any of them in april i have 150 i'm never going to mm-hmm. get more than the three months rollover exactly
0: exactly yes so as you said it it, it looks different it operates different and and um you led into what I was was going to ask about was, was the when to use them and the part about it being the last thing that you want to do, not the first. Just because you can reach anyone using in mail doesn't mean that you should, because right. so many better opportunities for you to start to build a relationship than an in mail, which even though it performs better than a just a pure, cold email, it's still a lot of times perceived like, I, I don't know who this person is and I'm um, getting this message from them. Mm-hmm. Now, LinkedIn did do, as Bryn mentioned, a lot of research. They looked at all of the in-mails that were sent in 2022. And in-mails are three times more likely to be accepted than a cold call. Mm-hmm. And six times more likely to be accepted than a regular cold email. So that's that's great. Um, so statistically speaking, it can work out well. But as Bryn said, please don't use an in-mail as your first outreach to someone because there's so many better ways to start building a warm relationship so just don't start with it now uh the the other thing about in mail which which i learned recently is if someone has an open profile Mm -hmm. and you haven't found another way to reach with them so you're down to the in mail option because it's nothing against in-mails. It's just that engaging with content is much, a much better way to start the relationship. Um, but if someone has an open profile and you're sending them an in-mail, won't use up one of your in-mail credits. Now, you won't know that until you actually start to compose the in-mail.
1: Mm-hmm
0: that point, you'll see that the person has an open profile. They won't ask you for a subject line, which is the first clue. And you can send them the message, not use up one of your in-mail credits.
1: Yeah. It's interesting because it will say in-mail, like the send button, I believe still says it's like an in-mail button, but it, it does come across as a regular message, not as an in-mail message with that subject line, as you mentioned. So I think that's a big deal. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It would I be think- nice if we could search by open, uh, open profiles, because you can send unlimited amount. But that, that said, again, the, the, still it's not going to help your cold outreach if you yeah. have no other engagement. So I think that that's important. Are there any other stats you want to mention before I jump into some of the things that we could do to have a more successful response with InMail?
0: There were a couple that I thought were really interesting. And one, members are 78% more likely to accept your InMail. If you view their LinkedIn profile first.
1: Mm, That's a good one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, there, you know, there a couple of reasons. Number one, they see who's viewed their profile, but number two, it also presumes that when you're viewing their profile, you're taking information from your their profile, hopefully, and using it to personalize the email. Absolutely. Yeah, so that's that, very important. Yeah, yeah, that's the real power of it. Um, they also mentioned the power of a personal brand. Uh, members are 87% more likely to accept your in if you have a complete LinkedIn profile.
1: And it's a resource, not a resume.
0: Yes. They
1: don't say that, by the way. Yeah, I exactly. added that. That did. is not part of the statistic. It's just part of our experience that when your profile is a resource, so many more folks will accept your connection request and accept it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it, it should be a customer-centric profile, not one that looks like you're looking for your next career opportunity.
1: Yeah, That's- I love that. You know, it's funny. I I, I love, I, I never think in customer-centric. I always think value-centric, but you're right. You want to make value-centric customers. So this needs to be a value to your customer, to your prospect. And so when we talk, that's a really good way to look at this. I always say value-centric, but to whom is it value, right? Yeah. And so the fact yeah. that you're saying customer-centric, this is written from the perspective of your prospects, of your customers. of it. And I, I actually really love that mindset around it because that's one of the mistakes we make as salespeople is we share content and our profile is content that we want them to know about. So we're going to right we want them to know this but when it's customer centric I'm like my wheels are turning. Now it's really about what they want to consume and what will yeah. lead them to our solution because it matters to them. So I love these takeaways that I get but we work together. That's awesome. I love that. I love that.
0: Yep. The the last two things that that I'll mention, one was, it's one of those stats that makes sense once you know it, but I wouldn't have thought about it. It's people who started a new position within about the past 90 days are 62% more likely to accept your in-mail. Now, the nice thing is, is that with the, the... They're not called spotlights everywhere, but the point is that Sales Navigator can show you who has recently started a job. Mm -hmm. So if people have recently started a job or they've been promoted, they're looking to make changes. They want to make an impact. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And a lot of times they're more open to new ideas, which may come in the form of an in-mail. And I guess that's one of the things driving the fact that people who are new to a position are more likely to open and look at your email, mail um, And the same is true of people who are more active on LinkedIn. I think the figure is 45%. People who are active on LinkedIn are 45% more likely to open your in-mail.
1: So I guess the tip here is when you're doing your search, check the box of people that are active, right? Yeah. What now you're going to have a much higher response rate. If you're already going after the 45% is a hundred percent of the people you're going after. Yes. Did that, did that make sense?
0: And now, cause you're reading my mind again. That's exactly what I was going to mention is with sales navigator. You can see who's posted on LinkedIn in the past, you know, time period so it's perfect you can it's you that, know i, I think keep calling right spot- right. the
1: last the last 30 days 30 right? days
0: exactly yeah. in the last 30 days and um i keep calling them spotlights in terms of where you find them but but it's the mean. point is the filter you know says people who have posted in the past 30 days
1: yeah it was spotlights two weeks ago i forget what it, that's, it's. that's it's it might be it's, on its own now i have to go look
0: Yeah, it keeps changing. Yeah. And actually,
1: um, some of you listening will have spotlights. You'll be like, what are they talking about? It's right here. And some of you won't have spotlights. So as LinkedIn Sales Navigator rolls out this new platform, which should totally be rolled out by February, um, things are going to keep changing. And then my guess is things will keep changing anyway. So
0: anyway, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So good. So, yeah, so I have
1: a couple of ideas I'd love to, to bring in. So one of the things that we talked about was um, d- like, don't come in and pitch. I don't know if we talked about, it. we always talk about it. don't yeah. pitch. We talked about don't connect and pitch. Definitely don't spam. Like that's what this would be. If you are starting with the pitch. So we have to have a relevant reason the, it, you need this to be customer centric or value centric, right? The, the message needs to be about them, for them. And it has to feel like we picked them for this message. So I'm just going to run through a couple ideas Then you, if you want to throw out a couple of ideas. Number one, I'd like to interview you for an ebook, a live stream, uh, you know, content that's relevant, right? Um, Number two, uh, recently put out a poll and would love your one-click vote. You could put a link to the poll if you wanted Mm -hmm. to in the in-mail. I I mean, there's there's asking them to contribute to something is typically a great way uh, to use this. You can also... Start socially. Now there are times where a lot someone may use in mail where I would use a connection request. So mm-hmm. you have to determine. But it might be I really enjoyed your content. You know I'd love to. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm following you. I'd love to learn more. Can I ask? You know who else do you follow? So you could start a conversation there, and really make it social. Um, Or I see on your LinkedIn profile, you follow these folks. Do you follow this person? Right, So you can use it to start a a little bit more of a social conversation. Those I typically will um, do it as a connection request. But quite honestly, as I've hit my 30,000, it's not a bad idea for me to start doing it using my email that way for sure.
0: How about <laughs> so, that? How about that? Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So
1: that's one one thing to think about. I also you mentioned make it personal. That subject line should be personal too. And it's got to be compelling. Um and HubSpot has a whole if you actually Google HubSpot email headlines You're going to get, um, or personalized email headlines. There's a ton in there that will give you ideas. Um, It's some that we've used, but um, there's, they're going to, it's hyper, hyper personalized. However, now with AI and all these outreach, when you have like Stan, comma, thought you'd like this. People actually now think that's spam. So hyper personalized but you may not use their name (laughs) there, right? And then use their name only once in the beginning. When you stick their name in the middle of a message, people know that this is AI or bots now, Mm, right? So it's like, Stan, here's all these great things that are happening. And I know you, Stan, you would, nobody writes like that that
0: naturally. Yep.
1: But these AI bots add the name in this, the middle. So they think, oh, this really must not be a bot, <laughs> but it is. But it is. So, yeah. so make it personal, have a compelling subject line that's relevant to them. Um, you could, I'm just going to throw a couple out and and be careful with this first one that I'm going to say, but mention a shared connection. Hey, Stan, Bob, you know, uh, Bob Woods sends his regards. Hey, Stan, I was talking to Bob Woods. Your name came up. He says, hello. Um, mm. It could be, um, if we had, let's say it's an alumni. Like I could say, you know, which I wish I were your alumni. But <laughs> well, i <I'm> smart. <laughs> um, but, you know, I could reach out and say, hey, fellow Johnson and Wells graduate, if they are, right? Or, um, if, uh, like my son is Rutgers. So I could go, are you, question mark, <laughs> are you dot 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 using LinkedIn? <laughs> do that. Uh, but like you find like what is the, oorah, right? What is it that they say, Where, you know, you create that kind of personal connection. Another one that you could do, um, could be, you know, I loved your post on this congratulations on your new role, because in sales navigator, if we're, we have, we are, um, if we've saved leads, they don't have to be a first degree connection for us to see new roles or alerts. Right. So that new role from a second degree or beyond that could be an in-mail opportunity.
0: Yeah, exactly exactly that's um, one of the things that's powerful about sales nav you don't have to be directly connected to them to see relevant activity
1: yeah now i'll tell you something and i don't know if this is still completely relevant or when this because this is a little old but I'm, to, um, uh, it, the the statistic is so um i think it was boomerang which is a gmail plug-in It's actually kind of cool where, like if someone doesn't respond to your email in a set number of days, it'll come up to remind you to reach out again. But um, the ideal email is 50 to 125 words. So in InMail, um, they've identified that more than 50% of the messages are open on smartphones. So you Mm -hmm. wanna make sure that you are in that 50 to 125 words. Not just because Boomerang says it, but because more than half, I think we're at 58% of activity is on mobile. It's on mobile. Yep. So keep those in-mail short. Short. Uh, So I have a little checklist if we want to close it out. Do you have anything you want to add before?
0: Just... um, Yeah, just ideas that other folks have found helpful with in-mails if you've got a very, very targeted specific webinar that you want Mm. to invite someone to that's purely value, that's one way to do it. And same thing with exclusive events, which may be relevant for executives, but they're exclusive and which appeals to some people. The only reason you're getting invited to this event is because you're a c-suite the only people who will be there will be your peers um so there's there's value in it they know they're not walking into a networking meeting where they're going to get prospected by everybody
1: yeah can i throw can i kind of piggyback on that because i didn't think of it and it's brilliant but if you have a few people that are already registered you can look up who they know and say, can I mention that you're registered and invite these folks? Right. And so those uh-huh. are in-mail opportunities. Joe Smith said you would, you might get value from this upcoming event. Yeah. So you, you, you know, I said in the, don't use their name in the subject line, but a shared connections name is pretty powerful. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Stan Great. Robinson, Bob Woods said, right? So Stan gets an in mail and says Bob Woods says hello. He's gonna read it. Yeah. So yeah. So Sorry. I love that. So I think, yeah. Oh, we just keep getting like popcorn ideas off of this.
0: <laughs> Good deal. So let's see. You said you had a checklist. a couple of things you checklist and we can wrap Oh up.
1: oh oh I wrote down a checklist of things to do. Let me pull it up. I forgot. So number one, have a compelling subject line that's not too clever and isn't using their name. Mm -hmm. Number two, make it about them. Focus on what's of value to them, not just what we want them to know. The goal of this is to get a response to start a conversation. So make sure it is written in a way that's asking for a response. right? Like if they don't know what to do, do. they'll do nothing. So it needs to to have a call to action and a reason for them to respond. Keep it short and tight and make sure there's a clear, I guess this is almost like response, but a a next step, a call to action, right? right? What what do I do now? I read this, what should I do? Um, Now recognize they're going to have An accept or a decline type of button. We want them to accept. So, even if, or we want them to respond. So, you could say, you know, if you're available, please let me know. If not, just say no thank you in comments because I can, I I will, I'll give your seat to someone else. So, now, even if they're not interested, we get the credit for the in mail back.
0: Yep, yep. That's a great idea. Great idea. Awesome. Well, all right. Bryn, let's bring this in for a landing. Yes, thank you. That that was it. We really just wanted to take some time to talk about in mails because we hadn't covered them up till now. And um, as always, I get a bunch of takeaways from this. So, Bryn, thank you much. Thank and you. To, we'll talk to you yep. soon. All righty. Bye now. Thanks for listening. And join us again for more insights on Sales Navigator and social selling strategies that will differentiate you from your competitors and accelerate your sales success. In the meantime, you can go to socialsaleslink.com forward slash library for free content on LinkedIn, Sales Navigator, and social selling.